The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 27. When the morning came, all the chief priests and elders of the people met in council to decide how they could get Jesus executed. Then they marched him off with his hands tied and handed him over to Pilate, the governor. When Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was overcome with remorse. He returned the thirty silver coins to the chief priests and elders with the words, I have done wrong. I have betrayed an innocent man to death. And what has that got to do with us? They replied. That's your affair. And Judas flung down the silver in the temple, left, and went away and hanged himself. But the chief priests picked up the money and said, It is not right to put this into the temple treasury, for it is the price of a man's life. So, after a further consultation, they purchased with it the potter's field to be a burial ground for foreigners, which is why it is called the field of blood to this day. And so the words of Jeremiah the prophet came true, and they took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of him that was priced, whom certain of the children of Israel did price, and they gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord appointed me. Meanwhile Jesus stood in front of the governor, who asked him, Well you, are you the king of the Jews? That is what you are saying, replied Jesus. But while the chief priests and elders were making their accusations, he made no reply at all. So Pilate said to him, can you not hear the evidence they're bringing against you? But to the governor's amazement, Jesus did not answer a single one of their accusations. Now it was the custom at festival time for the governor to release any one prisoner whom the people chose, and it happened that at this time they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when they were assembled, Pilate said to them, Which one do you want me to set free, Barabbas or Jesus called Christ? For he knew very well that the latter had been handed over to him through sheer malice. And indeed, while he was actually sitting on the bench, his wife sent him a message. Don't have anything to do with that good man. I had terrible dreams about him last night. But the chief priests and elders persuaded the mob to ask for Barabbas and demanded Jesus' execution. Then the governor asked him directly, Which of these two are you asking me to release? Barabbas, they cried. Then what am I to do with Jesus, who is called Christ? asked Pilate. Have him crucified, they all cried. At this, Pilate said, why, what is his crime? But their voices rose to a roar. Have him crucified. When Pilate realized that nothing more could be done, but that there would soon be a riot, he took a bowl of water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I take no responsibility for the death of this man. You must see to that yourselves. To this the whole crowd replied, Let his blood be on us and on our children. Whereupon Pilate released Barabbas for them, but he had Jesus flogged and handed over for crucifixion. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the governor's palace and collected the whole guard around him. There they stripped him and put a scarlet cloak upon him. They twisted some thorn twigs into a crown and put it on his head and put a stick into his right hand. They bowed low before him and jeered at him with the words, Hail your majesty, king of the Jews. Then they spat on him, took the stick and hit him on the head with it. And when they had finished their fun, they stripped the cloak off again, put his own clothes upon him, and led him off for crucifixion. On their way out of the city they met a man called Simon, a native of Cyrene in Africa, and they compelled him to carry Jesus' cross. Then when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means Skull Hill, they offered him a drink of wine mixed with some bitter drug, but when he had tasted it, he refused to drink. And when they had crucified him, they shared out his clothes by drawing lots. Then they sat down to keep guard over him and over his head they put a placard with the charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. 
Now two bandits were crucified with Jesus at the same time, one on either side of him. The passers-by nodded their heads knowingly and called out to him in mockery, Hi, you who could pull down the temple and build it up again in three days, why don't you save yourself? If you are the Son of God, step down from the cross. The chief priests also joined the scribes and elders in jeering at him, saying, He saved others, but he can't save himself. This is the King of Israel. Why doesn't he come down from the cross now? And we will believe him. He trusted in God. Let God rescue him if he wants to. For he said, I am God's son. Even the bandits who were crucified with him hurled the same abuse at him. Then from midday until three o'clock, darkness spread over the whole countryside. And about then Jesus cried with a loud voice, My God, my God, why did you forsake me? Some of those who were standing there heard these words which Jesus spoke in Aramaic, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, and said, This man is calling for Elijah. And one of them ran off and fetched a sponge, soaked it in vinegar, and put it on a stick and held it up for him to drink. But the others said, Let him alone. Let's see if Elijah will come and save him. But Jesus uttered one more great cry and gave up his spirit. And the sanctuary curtain in the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The ground shook, rocks split, and graves were opened. A number of bodies of holy men who were asleep in death rose again. They left their graves after Jesus' resurrection and entered the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and his company who were keeping guard over Jesus saw the earthquake and all that was happening, they were terrified. Indeed, this man was a son of God, they said. There were many women at the scene, watching from a distance. They had followed Jesus from Galilee to look after his needs. Among them were Mary of Magdala, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. When evening fell, Joseph, a wealthy man from Arimathea, who was himself a disciple of Jesus, went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus, and Pilate gave orders for the body to be handed over to him. So Joseph took it, wrapped it in clean linen, and placed it in his own new tomb, which had been hewn out of the rock. Then he rolled a large stone to the doorway of the tomb and went away. Mary from Magdala and the other Mary were there, sitting in front of the tomb. Next day, which was the day after the preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees went in a body to Pilate and said, Sir, we have remembered that while this impostor was alive, he said, After three days I shall be raised again. Will you give the order to have the grave closely guarded until the third day, so that there can be no chance of his disciples coming and stealing the body and telling people that he has been raised from the dead? We should then be faced with a worse fraud than the first one. You have a guard, Pilate told them. Go and make it as safe as you think necessary. And they went and made the grave secure, putting a seal on the stone and leaving it under guard.